Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Barbecue Forte. Hello. And we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, and Smoke with Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice to beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade or even look to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades, and accessories from the US and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the Real Taste Summer can be yours all year round. And Smoke with Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. So if you're looking for smoking wood, chunks, dust, chips or planks, then head on over to smokewoodshack.com and you can find them on Twitter at smokewoodshack. Jazzy jazz jazz. And on this week's show we have Jason, pitmaster of Manchester Smokehouse and Cellar. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning, are you alright? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. He's managed to spare us a little bit of time, there's a lot of building work going on and uh, deliveries coming from left, right and centre at the minute, so he's managed to squeeze us in just in time before the smokehouse opens. So how's it all going, you alright? Yeah, it's going very well. Uh, The building work's about 90% complete, kitchen is almost up and running, Uh, just waiting on the big equipment to come. We've had some deliveries today and uh, a couple of Mac on Thursday, so that was a good delivery. But yeah, it's all going well. Awesome. So what's, what's, what smokers are you using then? You've got like uh, one uh, of the I've got one of, uh, one of Mac's big uh, gravity feeds. I've got two, uh, two big drums to do some hot and fast, just for fun really, that. Uh, and also got two big open pits, uh, like Argentinian style from uh, barbecue mates. And there's also a big reverse flow from barbecue mates. Oh wow, awesome! Just for uh, just just because I want to learn it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, wicked. Well, the restaurant itself is is not just a smokehouse; it's also like just a, a live fire sort of venue. So every everything from starters to to bar snacks to the main menu, everything is all all cooked over live fire of some sort that could be smoked in the GFC in one of the drums, in, in the offset, or even just cooked over one of the uh, Argentinian-style Argentinian sort of open pits. So, uh, Yeah, and we've got uh, a wood fire, uh, wood fire oven going in on Friday next week, which should be ready for opening night. So it's uh, awesome. everything you can think of, to be yeah, honest. You've got all the gadgets there, haven't you? You haven't, yeah, yeah, you haven't missed out anything, have you? Be, uh, <laughs> I've been very lucky to have an owner to have the same vision I want to do. Yeah, I've been loving watching the social media of seeing all your stuff arrive and the signs going up and everything happening. It's quite a fun story to like watching it all build up together. Yeah, the owner he's got he's got a really good vision of what he wants. Uh, he's obviously got deep pockets because he's he's reused, reclaimed as much as possible from the old uh, club like it used to be. So yeah, he's got a, a very cool way of doing things. Mm, yeah, sounds it awesome. So so for you. You, how did you get into barbecue? Like, where did it all begin? Uh, to be honest, it was when I was running uh, one of Manchester's restaurants, Salita. Uh, they have Andy Annett on hand to do their barbecue stuff through Inker Ovens. So I met Andy. Uh, we did some things together, kind of understood more about it and got a bit more into it. And then uh, I was lucky enough to be invited onto. London's Grill Stock with Bunch of Swines to do two courses. 
Uh, we did chef choice and the burger round when we actually came third on the burger round. So we got a call on our very first comp. So wicked. That was it. That was, I knew then and there that that's what I was going to do. Awesome. And then you started your own barbecue team, All Smoke No Knickers? Uh, yeah, we, we are, that was uh, All Smoke No Knickers with me and Chris Stead. Uh, good bit of fun. I met uh, Chris through Andy Annett as well, so it was just something that was meant to be, I think. Awesome, awesome. And what what comps have you done as as a team then? Uh, as a team, we haven't actually done any because we've not been lucky enough to get on any. Uh, but we have worked with Bunch of Swines and then obviously this year's uh, grill stock with Cyberpick, Simon Dyer. Yeah, wicked. That was where both me and Ben met you for the first time at Grillstock uh, this yeah, year was, when yes, you were yeah, with uh, yeah, it was, Simon. Uh, a really, uh, really good competition, to be honest. Yeah, it was wicked. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was great to yeah, see everyone. And we even, even won some little things, so that's very cool. Yeah, awesome. You were, uh, I really enjoyed your. It was the secret, the secret round, was it the secret? Yeah. The secret meat round, or whatever it was, with the uh, oh, tomahawk. The, uh, the tomahawk. You, yeah, yeah you a, opened a, it a up. A little and... bit of fun, you know. Yeah. Obviously a bit of my chefy background took over a little bit there, not just barbecue style. Yeah, it was so, it, was, yeah, it was, nice was nice to see cool. nice to see someone doing or a few people did something different, but you did something really different and I really liked yours. Opened it all out and then uh Yeah, can you describe of, for us like what you did there and like what, what went into it? There were a few uh, ingredients well, we, and stuff. we basically got the tomahawk, we knew everyone was gonna either go dirty or something on them lines because obviously it's a, quite a trendy thing to be doing at the minute. So we butterflied it out, then we filled it with uh, a wild garlic pesto that Simon brought with him uh, and smoked sea salt. Then we just rolled it back up, tied it up strong and basically started it off on the barbecue and finished it in the smoke. It's almost like it looked like a sort of Swiss roll sort of thing, didn't it? As you like yeah, it yeah, we, we had more, yeah, you, you literally you know, roll it out as far as you could possibly can with a knife following the line and there's a natural line that you can take nearly like three quarters of the way it's a it's a good way of doing it good with port lines as well yeah it looked wicked and tasted amazing so yeah that was that was really cool so you mentioned uh a bit of your influence there for that that one is, is your sort of chefy background you were like t- classically french trained chef but... uh, yeah I've, I've been through probably 90 percent of manchester's best restaurants family owned large company owned uh, hotels uh, working with some of Manchester's best, to be quite honest. So it was, uh, it's been, it's been a different journey going the barbecue route, but it's something I'm, I'm definitely uh, going to stick with 100%. So when did you, when did you start out as a chef then? 20 years ago, 21 years ago. So it's a long, long time. Yeah. We started you, out in 1996, like I think it was. Cool. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, 96. It would have been a long time ago. And when you did that, did you start off at a college or did you just go straight into uh, restaurants? Well, yeah, we, we, went, we went into the college to be time there and then went to uh, the French and then to the Victorian Albert Hotel. So we've done a lot of the original French classic way. And then we moved moved around each year as it came along. Cool. Cool. How, how do you find that are those, like, that chefy backgrounds influence you yeah. and your barbecue? recipes uh it's it's definitely not the same uh you do have an understanding of how things work and cook uh like this year's in grill stock we did uh another chef, a chefy way of doing something we did the barbecue chicken ice cream to go with the uh, chef choice dish we made that on the stand it was another way of doing a different way of doing barbecue should we say you know it's a lot of fun and we just 
but try to bring something different every time. And that's what me and Chris will try and do every single comp. It looked wicked when it came out. That uh, We were on the back row, so we didn't yeah, get to try any. But it looked really cool when it came out, and I heard it was a few people's favourites. So. Awesome. Yeah, we. Uh, I'll, I'll always give 100% in whatever I do, and it doesn't matter what it is. But the barbecue scene is it's a lot of love there, and I do enjoy it a lot more than my, current, my, my old jobs. It's something very different. It changes daily. Not everything's the same, and it, it just moves forward. Yeah. That is that is barbecue, and and something we always see from you, which I think probably comes from the chef background again, is like your presentation of stuff. Everything you sort of put out always looks sort of top notch and looks really refined, as well uh, as being barbecue. Yeah, I put everything we do. I, I put a lot of thought into it. It's not just there spare the moment. I genuinely put weeks of work into everything that I do. So even if it's it was something you know, like PB and bait J chicken that we did uh, with obviously the ice cream. I thought about that dish for weeks before me and Simon had discussed it, what he, which part he was doing, which part I was going to do. And over the weeks, I changed that dish in my head a lot of times. So when it comes to it, I knew exactly what I was going to be doing. Yeah, there was like that, uh, was it like a peanut butter like jar in the middle of yeah, the thing? Yeah, it was thing a with peanut like butter jelly chicken wrapped in smoked apple bacon, uh, a bacon shard ice cream, uh, smoked chicken skin sea salt, which I made and basically done on the stand. We did as much as possible on the stand. Uh, but obviously, uh, all the uh, dry ice with me and stuff like that, you know, not many people would kind of probably do that. It's probably a reason to it. <laughs> but <laughs> I tried to think outside the box, make it as fun as possible. Uh, yeah, look for the rounds. Cool. Them rounds are, are for as much fun as possible, I believe, so... Yeah, it's a chance to do something different. That's that's what I really enjoy about the Chef's Choice. You've seen around the world in all the competitions, it's a chance for... <clears throat> See, I suppose the shame is a lot of competitions doesn't really count towards people's points and stuff like that. So it's sort of uh, like... No, a... but it, it does bring other people into it. You know? yeah. not, not everybody can get a chance to get on. I've been yeah. lucky enough to... You know, we didn't get on like both times that we applied for the grill stock. So uh, with Punches Wines at an Emma, you know, he was lovely enough to invite us on. Uh, it was a big experience. I bet, which, I bet. Which then they, they taught us so much, which was unbelievable. Then we later on did the class, which was even more in-depth, and the amount of information that they give is, it's untrue. It's it's amazing. Yeah, we've heard a, And then obviously a lot of this time, stuff. was with Simon. You know, very different way of doing stuff. Cooks on his own cookers, which is another cool thing, which I, I genuinely love making myself. So it was a very different experience, but you know, we did well. It was a lot of fun. Obviously, cooking the jerk chicken on the first night was was a big part of what we did. Because uh, obviously, I've been well known for that for a long, long time now. Yeah, I heard that that went down a, a treat. Everyone enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we definitely enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. I saw recently, I think Simon's actually uh, might be delving into a sort of commercial smoker, like a GFC or something. He put a little... Uh, a little yeah, uh, but, uh, coming yeah, out to people. A, he gave me a ring yesterday and we had a little chat about him and stuff. Yeah. He's going to pop over and have a little play with what we've got here. Awesome. Um, before he makes his decisions, I think, is his way of doing it. Yeah, I see he's playing with one of the uh, the Asados recently. He picked one up, which is really cool. Seeing him on the beach uh, doing like a whole kid goat. Or, was it goat or was it lamb? Yeah, well, was... uh, no, I think it was a hog. Hog, yeah, yeah. Hog, yeah, uh, I think so. Hog it, yeah, I saw that. That was really cool. 
looked really good. Yeah, it's something I've never, never done that. That's something I would, I would definitely like to do at one point. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that really sort it's of... It's an unusual way of doing it. Yeah, really cool. For me personally. Mm. We saw uh, at, at Pengrilly recently there was a... There was a company there that basically uh the guy spent a few years living in argentina and has come back and is making this sort of argentina style grills himself and selling them and and they they were really cool they had a they had a, a lamb on and what they'd done is like they had like a like a squeezy bottle of water and filled it up with like a brine and uh punctured a few holes in the lid and we're like squeezing it out as like a baste it was really cool really intriguing oh, okay me. yeah that makes makes perfect sense aren't it? yeah so it's, 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 a, it's a different way of doing something i'd love to get involved in it in, at some point yeah yeah, obviously, anything to do with barbecue, I'll definitely give it a go. <laughs> so the the new smokehouse, what what yep. sort of style of sorry the new smokehouse and cellar, what what sort of style of uh, restaurants are going to be? What 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 are you going for? Well, with the smokehouse side, I'm going to try and do it as near to competition as possible, uh, which you know heavily glazed ribs, doing them just basically what I've been taught how to do bunch of swines and stuff like that i'm gonna okay. try and do it as as near to that as, as i can in cool. a restaurant environment uh so so it is a little different in that sense uh, we're going to be cooking in small batches all right and not just putting it in and doing tonnage of meat it's not going to be like that so when it's run out it's run out that's the way it's going to be mm-hmm. uh, the owner's perfectly happy with that he's you know he likes he watches all them american shows and that's the way he likes it so that's a good a good point for me. Obviously, on the menu, we're going to have burgers, uh, wood-fired pizzas, uh, a large selection of steaks and grilled fish. So all that part of the menu will never run out, but obviously the smokehouse side, when it's gone, it's gone. It's going to be the rule. Uh, we're going to be using the best we possibly can get of every ingredient. It's, it's not about making vast amounts of money because the owner wants a less a lesser profit and better quality, which is the first time I've heard that in Manchester. So that's a real, real nice thing to hear as a chef. Yeah, sounds um, like he's really interested in putting out yeah, really yeah, high-quality food. Yeah, he's been a, he's been in Manchester. He's owned a lot of clubs and restaurants and stuff in Manchester before. Very well known. Uh, and obviously the beer side, I think there's over 60 different beers, 15 ciders and about 20 different rums, gins and bourbons so this it's, it's a huge cellar as well cool so what are they going to be are they sort of craft style beers or uh but yeah it's everything from basically all over the world is the way he's gone for it and we've also got tank beer going in in four weeks so there'll be four big copper tanks in the in the center of the restaurant what bring so, your own stuff or, or yeah just... it's going to be brewed oh on wow that, yeah it's a, an amazing an amazing time to a Manchester restaurant I think it's very different yeah it's going to be cooking very different as well hopefully cool and then we'll see where it goes something to maybe keep an eye on is is uh in our podcast release last week we announced that the Angasonica releasing their own range of beers as well and they might be quite cool to have in there they're like specifically brewed to pair with barbecue food so uh right yeah yeah that's definitely something we can look at uh I'll pass all the information on Cool. The owner's uh, very, very passionate about the barbecue scene, uh, so he's been to nearly all the restaurants that are around, and he's just come back from the States, so he, he does love that side, so I'll definitely push that forward. Awesome. That's a good excuse to eat loads of barbecue food. I might, yeah. I might do that. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with it, yeah. 
So have you been doing a lot of research yourself into a barbecue uh, restaurant? I've done as much as I possibly can because I've literally gone from one one high high volume job to another. Yeah. Uh, so my time is quite thin. That's why I like the hot and fast. Mm-hmm. So I can have time to cook. Uh, so that's I'm going to be using hot and fast in the kitchen too, uh, and teaching obviously my my chefs a different way of doing things. Yeah, so have you got chefs that are barbecuers uh, or are not, they? To be honest, I've not gone for. I've got. I've just employed a couple of people that are just really passionate about barbecue. Mm-hmm. Cool. That are not actual proper chefs background. So we have just putting them through their health and hygiene and stuff like that now, uh, because they have a really good understanding of barbecue. Yeah. But not so much the chef side. So we'll be using them to do. The pit master inside, and then obviously we'll introduce them to the chefing bit. So that's a really uh, like got... sort of interesting way of doing it because yeah, like a lot of would do it the other way around. yeah it would have been the other way. So they would have got like oh, chefs yeah, in and then tried. I've, I've got I've still got me a couple of my my true chefs around uh, that classically trained that have been with me for many many years. Uh, so they'll still be on, on site on on hand. Cool. But they'll be learning a different thing too. So it's going to be. Big learning curve, curve for everyone. Yeah, I think a lot of timing is going to be the thing. Yeah. It's just like, again, like like you said, a lot of it is, for me, is the, the fact that I know like, even doing a hot and fast, you're still not talking like a lot of stuff's not like your five minutes or like your ten minutes to cook yeah, like a main. Do you know what I mean? Not, yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot, of, uh, a lot of forward thinking. Yeah, uh, so like coming from... not a lot of chefs do it that way either, so no. that's why I didn't just one chefs if that makes sense yeah see a lot of like the kitchens you would have worked in it would have orders would have come in and then you would have obviously there's prep work done and stuff like that but the orders come in and you you basically create the whole dish there and then for to plates up and put out whereas a lot of this stuff is sort of like you're going to be cooking what you're cooking and then if people order it they order it and once it's gone it's gone so yeah and that, that was the way you know that I, I wanted to try and Bring you know rather than it's always on the menu and you know you 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 will have wastage, you won't have wastage. You know if it runs out, blah blah blah. But it's it it's a, a different way of doing it. It's the American way. I like and it I, to be honest. I, I, like I hope it. it. I'm hoping it works that way to be quite honest. Yeah, well, it works like in to, America. I always like to do something totally different. Yep. Uh, I think this is very different. Uh, obviously, we do have another great barbecue place, very local. Uh, so, yeah, I think this this road that we're on in Lloyd Street, Manchester, it's going to be a smoky a smoky road. <laughs> you might end up Without with a, a queue down the street. Uh, yeah, hopefully, waiting for your food like they do in, in America. The people queuing up, ready for the place to open, just so they can get some. Yeah, well, you know, we can all dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, when when's the actual opening date? Uh, we don't have a, a date as such yet. It's going to be the start of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do like four weeks of in-house training, uh, soft openings, friends and family, things like that, uh, invites. So I'll be inviting a lot of the barbecue family. Uh, yeah, we'll send uh, you our details, don't for, worry. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> I that. I see you hinting in there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, these, no, obviously, I want everybody to come uh, and give me their honest opinion. And, you know, I've had a lot of encouragement and a lot of emails and, a lot of recipes given me by a lot of the barbecue family, which will be getting used 
because I'm all for making some of the best I can possibly do it. Awesome. Sounds amazing. Sounds absolutely amazing. It's, to be honest, yeah, it's, I'm very excited about this venture more than anything else I've done, to be honest, and I've done a lot. Awesome. That's, uh, it's really, it's, it's even exciting for us to sort of sit here and, and watch you and sort of listen to you do it and go through the steps, seeing that, like, that that opportunity came up and you, you sort of left left your job that you were at to go across to it, sort of took a big leap, and uh, it's exciting yeah, to no, watch. To be, to, yeah, to be honest, it was I was doing probably one of the biggest jobs in Manchester at the time, uh, and then I was approached by the owner. He's not approached anybody else. He asked about barbecue, and I was the only one that came up time and time again. We had a meeting and just went from there, really, you know, Something's meant to be, I think, and that's yeah. basically how I always work. Well, it's awesome to hear, like, cooking for passion rather than just, oh, yeah, I'm in the best place in Manchester, so I may as well stay here. Actually, great to see a chef cooking for passion and, and enjoyment and stuff like that. Something similar to, like, John Renihan, for instance, who is cooking in Barbacoa, like head chef there, to then take a leap and, and, and go to Ireland and do something, like, on his own. And it's, it's great to see chefs doing that sort of thing. Uh, I don't do anything for money. That's never what I would have... Um, no, money is not. Money would never be an option for me to do something. Uh, so, for me personally, I can go to really high-paid jobs, but that's not what I want to do. It's something that uh, I, w- I want to do something. That's why I do it. And obviously, the, this barbecue job is not many of them in Manchester, to say the least. I think we're the second. We're definitely going to be the biggest with 190 seats. Awesome. Uh, we've room for a hell of a lot more. So. I think this is, for me personally, this was definitely the right move. Awesome. So 190 seated to eat. and yeah, So when uh, you say a cellar, do you have like a bar and stuff? And, or? Uh, yeah, there's a huge huge bar, huge seating. Some of the seating can fit up to 40 people on. Oh, wow. So big, big groups and stuff as well. I think we have probably the well. biggest Chesterfield-style leather couch in Manchester, by sure. You know, I think it's 40 seats on there. Wow. So then every table is oversized. Uh, so there's no scrimping on, you know, on tiny little tables, things like that. The owners fought everything through. Awesome. A lot. So yeah, very good. It's on the soft opening with the barbecue family. We're going to be on a big forty, yeah. forty seat. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put everyone <laughs> on one table, get you all out the way, and then yeah, for, the, for all the criticism. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there won't be much at all because uh, the food I've tried of you has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I so. think there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's going to be. I'm sure there's going to be some ups and downs, you know, just like opening any restaurant. But, yeah, we all committed to making it the very best possible. Uh, and it, it's not about, you know, some restaurants, it's all about money and net site, net site. That's not what this is about. This is a long, long term, uh, getting it the very best I can possibly do, which I'm sure I'll get there in the end. Awesome, sure you will, sure you will. With a bit of luck. <laughs> yeah, well, we wish you all, all the all the best of luck. I'm, I'm, yeah, and... a lot of the barbecue family have have given so much support. You know, I can't couldn't ask for any more. To be quite honest, it is, it is an amazing sort of uh, group of people. It is an amazing group of people. And... Uh, yeah, without any any question, without any question, it's yeah, it's uh, it's a proper family. Yeah, we even got Priscilla, uh, Steve. Uh, calling it a barbecue family as well when he was on <laughs> he said he hates hates it it's so cliche but he said it is and, and it's, that, that it's is, it is. You know, obviously Steve's one in a million is a, a, very, a very genuine person you know it's lovely with his obviously his uh, mind charity is huge 
Yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic to see him and Charlie so like working so, so much, hard yeah, behind so. it and, and putting so much into it. And, it. and it is awesome to see. And sorry, and Alan as well. Uh, yeah, Mr. Stabbing. Can't sorry. forget Mr. Stabbing. Yeah, no, can't forget him as well. All three of them working so hard to, to run a business and also give a lot of their profit away to, to charity as well, which is yeah, which is it's, fantastic. It's huge. It's a huge thing. So I, I, I don't know many people that would do that. So the barbecue no. side of the like the barbecue family is it's immense. A it lot is. of people bring together as much as possible. Yeah, and I hate to go on about. Like, I I did this little this little cook for for a. Uh, a college sort of special needs students and literally James Lowe. Oh yeah, Lowe... I meant to send you some rescues for that one. Whoop. <laughs> it's all right. James, uh, James Lowe literally. My, my apologies. No worries. James uh, supplied all the, all the meat burgers and, and he sent me a picture of him making the burgers and it was an awesome mix. I can't remember off the top of my head what it was, but it was like a brisket and, and like yeah, uh, is, chuck uh, mix and a, stuff. Uh, it... in, in Manchester, the burger scene is, it's immense. Yeah. And he didn't scrimp. It, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, like a standard burger or anything, he actually went to the effort of making amazing burgers and then had them couriered down next day delivery. Like it was, it was amazing. Like just the barbecue yeah, family we, we stepping used, up. Uh, we brilliant. used James over at Grill Stop for a couple of items. Spot on. Yeah. His products speak for themselves. Yeah. No. Definitely. We had a little cook for a little last minute cook for Kamado Joe at the uh, Pen Grilly. Bit of fun. And uh, James supplied all the meat. And literally, I let him know. Only because we were let know really last minute, we sort of let him know really last minute, and he managed to, amongst everything else going on in his life, he managed to find the time to uh, sort us out and get us uh, a load of meat for that, which was awesome. All all amazing quality stuff. Yeah, he's definitely had some hard times recently, but you know, barbecue family support, obviously. Exactly. Right away, exactly. Please. Exactly. Definitely. So you're saying the barbecue scene's big. How are you going to compete with that then? What what sort of thing are you going to do with your burgers to sort of stand out? Uh, I've worked for some of the best burger places in Manchester, so I know everybody's recipe. Uh, we've come <laughs> up with a recipe, basically, from from all the research. Uh, it'll be made just for us. There's going to be a lot of bone marrow in there. Nice. Uh, and chuck, chuck, chuck and bone marrow will be the big big part of the of the burger, and there's some brisket going in there too. Ooh, so much. that'll be specially made for us, for our site, and nobody else. We do have some good butchers around Manchester. That, uh, show obviously their support. And what what about cheese and stuff like that that's going to go into your burgers? Uh, and you've got we the will perfect be using balance? a local supplier from Digsby, uh that basically have every cheese known to man. I think you know we'll be using them. Uh, there'll be a lot of different cheeses because obviously we're going to be a restaurant, not just obviously the barbecue side. Obviously stone baked pizzas, you know, which are very. I think the mozzarella comes from Devon, to be quite honest. So uh, probably the best mozzarella in the world, then. We're going to try and keep as much <laughs> as possible, obviously, as near to the site as possible, but that's not always the case. Yeah, I can't always do that, but... Uh, no, because we'll be using American briskets, because it's just, you know, the, it's the standard to use, uh, and obviously it's the large, and it makes all the sense when you're cooking for a long time. Yeah. So what wood? What wood are you going to use? Are you using just the same wood for everything? Uh, no, we're going, going to be using uh, hickory, fruit woods, and oak. Cool. Uh, and definitely a lot of cherry in there. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that'll be a local supplier as well to Manchester. Nice. And are you so, using all lump wood or a mix of sort of lump and briquettes, uh, or, or what do you go using, for? Uh, it'll be a lot of logs because obviously we've got the Argentinian grills. Ah, yes. Uh, and then we'll be using. Uh, the same logs chopped down into 
the obviously gravity feeds that we've got. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, charcoal, we've not quite got there yet. I've got a lot of prices and a lot of decisions to make. Yeah, cool. Have you had a chance to play on the GFC yet? Uh, no, nothing at all yet, which is pretty good. In. Bet you're itchy. Uh, we, we put a drum outside this morning. Uh, I might cook some dinner on there just for a bit of a laugh for the builders. So what what sort of location are you are you in in, in Manchester? Are you fairly central, or are you sort of tucked uh, away, or on Lloyd Street, which is across the road from the town hall? Oh, wicked! Okay. So, yeah, so pretty central, yeah. We should definitely get the smoke going, get the get the smoke circulating air, the centre uh, of Manchester. Yeah, we're, we're going to set one up on the back, I think, uh, on the back road because the first road's right on the police station, so we might not want to <laughs> smoke them out. Annoy anybody quite yet? Yeah, you'll get some uh, noses twitching and people uh, coming to see what's happening. That's always... Yeah, we, 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 bought, we bought a cow the day before yesterday, a big plastic cow, <laughs> uh, to do a competition to name that cow, would you believe? Uh, any, any, uh, anyone winning yet? Anyone up there? Uh, nobody's winning yet, but we've got over 460 names, I think it was, up to this morning. Wow. wow. <laughs> so there's quite a lot to go through, so the owner wasn't... He wasn't in the mood for going through them yet. So <laughs> any any personal favourites that have come through? And then uh, there's a lot a lot of good ones. There oh, he's not budging. He's not budging. He's not giving I, anything I can't away. Give anything away yet? And is, is there is there a name prize or is it a secret prize? Uh, no, we're going to do a fifty pound bar tab and the pitmaster special wow. tray uh, as the prize. So it's not a small prize. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to submit something now. Yeah, got some <laughs> ideas now, quick. Everybody's got to do it without any question. It's, it's, it's definitely worth a laugh. Definitely. Cool. What about when it comes to like rubs and sauces in the restaurant? Are you going to be making your own? Uh, or we you... will be making everything on site. Yeah. Cool. Uh, from rubs, sauces, the desserts. We're going to be doing skillet desserts. I don't think anyone's done them yet in Manchester. Maybe now if you hear this. <laughs> uh, we're cooking brownies and cobblers and stuff into skillets. Mm-hmm. So it's you know we've been a bit different. We're going to make ice cream on site. So there's quite a lot. Yeah, are they going to be like sharing desserts and the skillet ones, or are they like? Uh, there's going to be some kind of toasted marshmallows because my boss's daughter likes them. Yeah. But apart from that, everything will be individuals. Awesome. Cool. Just for stock control. Sounds the, sounds good. The chefy part comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, also then, uh, with your rubs and stuff and sauce, are we gonna maybe in the future see a see a line of uh, Manchester Smokehouse and Cellar rubs? Maybe uh, oh, who the... knows? <laughs> who knows? We might be in Tesco one day. <laughs> <laughs> we jump jumping a bit ahead here. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a little. All right, we'll we'll take it back. We'll take it back. <laughs> yeah, well, but if you want if you want to market that, that's fine. I can bag them up for you. No problem. <laughs> Cool, we'll put yeah. a label on it then. Yeah, we'll stick a United Key sticker on it. Yeah, no problem at all. Awesome. Right, well, we know you're a very, very busy man. We are... We can hear, hear the builders in the background. We can hear the builders in the background. Get back in there. We're going to let you get back yeah, well, in there. Yeah, we've got to get, get the rest of this big equipment off the truck now. Yeah, there's a barbecue mates delivery right outside, I believe. Is that is that right? Uh, I've not seen what, what size truck it is, but apparently there's a big truck with a lot of metal on. So <laughs> right. Sure. Well, we're going to let you go, so it's a, a very busy time for you. <laughs> yeah, look forward to seeing the photos, and yep. can't wait to make the journey up to try it. Good luck, mate. It's going 100%. to be epic. I really appreciate all the information you give me as well. You know, it's, it's a lot of love for the barbecue scene. No worries, no mate. Worries. No worries at all. Thank you very on. much. Cheers, mate. Thank you, mate. We'll see you all soon, yeah? Cheers, yep, mate. catch you soon, mate. Take care, guys. Cheers, bro. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. As always, we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet and Smoke with Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. Do you think about buying your first smoker? Or even looking to upgrade or pick up some epic accessories? Check them out over at Max Barbecue. And uh, you just heard they also do a lot of commercial sort of size smokers as well now, guys. So if you're thinking about uh, sort of looking to uh, do sort of maybe catering or restaurant sort of thing, then uh, check them out for that as well. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top-notch championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. And I mean every single time. They provide the smoky goodness and you provide the talent. So if you're looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips or planks, then head on over to smokewoodshack.com. And you can find them on Twitter at Smokewood Shack. They really do provide absolutely awesome wood, guys. so good. Every single time. We're so lucky to have them as a sponsor. (laughs) So So check them out, guys. And uh, goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. See you next time. See you later. And just so you all know, I definitely am the best uh, barbecue cook out of us two. We got that wrong, though, didn't you, last week? No, 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 no. I'm definitely the best. Right. Right? Okay, bye.